going on, everybody? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where we talk that gaming shit. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas. What's happening, my guy? Nothing much. Just rocking a fun Friday night. Very, very cool. And then as you can see, we got the trio back. <laughs> the trio, amigos. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm back. Church, what is happening, my guy? How you doing? Dude, just uh, made it back to 2024 as a new married man. You know, for those who can see the video, I got I got the ring on my finger. It's official. They 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 got me. You know, they they dragged me to the altar, fellas. You know, I leave the game in your hands. You know, <laughs> Arthur, it, it's up to you. <laughs> you know, all the codes, you know, all the secrets. Yeah. Up, up, down, left, left. <laughs> I leave it in good hands. Yeah, but I, I'm no longer a player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your your uh, jerseys in the rafters. <laughs> jerseys in there. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> gotta retire my numbers. Like <laughs> right, exactly. Gotta retire the numbers. That's um, yeah, man. But it, jokes aside, it's it's good to be back. I miss y'all. You know, I miss talking games with y'all. I mean, Jesus, like the last quarter, so many topics. <laughs> like, so, like, yeah, we like miss you too. Beginning. Yeah. yeah, we missed you, bro. Yeah, we, we had some slight jabs every other episode. Oh, it was church was here. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> there was no, there was no we. That was all Drell. Just man, fuck this guy. No, that's <laughs> bullshit. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's funny. Crazy, bro. Oh, I kept sneezing. I'm like, somebody talking about me. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought it's funny because like uh, there was a topic specifically directed for you. And I was like, dang, I was like, I wish Church was here, but he's not. And then Arthur was like, oh, I have to, I had to marry the love of my life. And I was like, I think Church heard that because the day after he was like, hey, I'm coming back. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I forget. It was like either something like Final Fantasy 14 or Switch related. No, I don't know. Probably uh, Nintendo related. I've heard everything through the ethos. <laughs> um, but I'm um, Pop Wars. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that you guys held it down and you know it feels good to be back i just life got hectic and now like i'm here man like there you go i'm locked in 2024 and you know new us new new year uh, i'm ready to go for it baby uh no you're new me let's fucking go <laughs> um, <laughs> but see now it's, it's funny glad you're back because those of you listening if you're thinking if you're expecting a new episode it's not this is actually one of those anime recaps to bring you back up to speed as a filler episode no <laughs> <laughs> last time on dragon ball z that's hilarious okay <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, man. All right. Well, if you are watching us, please, uh, hello, first and foremost, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh, like the video so it can go around the Internet. Leave us a comment, too, on what you think of the show. And uh, if uh, you definitely be sure to do that, because Arthur does the streams on the channel as well for the games that he's checking out and whatnot or streaming with church or whoever. Uh, audio episodes, of course, you can subscribe to the podcast application of your choice. Follow us on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you use. Anything else related to Gamers for Life, you can go to linktree.com forward slash Gamers for Life. Then one stop shop link to all of our stuff. And here at the Gamers for Life podcast. We read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose by clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode so you can go to what segment you want, which I might actually do because I haven't done those time codes in a little bit now. Or you can just hang out with us here at the Game of Fly podcast and just listen or watch the whole thing. So with that being said, 
Uh, we had our first big uh, or our first conference thing thing to watch that that uh, that Xbox uh, presented this year, which is the Developer Direct. So we had. <laughs> Uh, the developer I oh, got the green. He's got the green on there. <laughs> Representing. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, the developer direct. Uh, I'm gonna pass the ball to uh, to Arthur first on your thoughts, just generally, and then we'll go deep dive in details for the things that they announced. Generally, as a whole, terms are pass or fail. Uh, pass for me. I liked it. I saw what I wanted to see about as the game that I want to see more of. Um, the parts that they went over some, not Nina Jones, but um, Visions of Mana and some other parts were hard because I'm trying not to be, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Fatty McFatfuck. So I was watching this while I was on the treadmill. So I was like on this little, my little screen, just walking. So when it got to the guy talking to subtitles, I was like, oh, fuck, what is he? I can't see. I can't see it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no fun fact. I did actually watch this whole thing on the treadmill. So that was fun. I took a picture too. Uh, proof. But um, I liked it. Yeah, he's not bullshitting us. <laughs> As a timestamp, I have a sweaty ass shirt on my hamper right now. When I say treadmill, I mean couch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, say it's sometimes hey, it's sometimes kicking that blank to get warm gets you sweating. But nah, nah, I got a sweaty ass shirt on my fucking hamper right now. But no, I liked it. Um, there are some things you know. There's no such thing as perfect. There were some. There were. There weren't. I will say there weren't any like E3 moments of like oh, uh, uh. Now I will say to point. You know, th- this wasn't like advertised as of that. It was again developer direct. Like, hey, here's things that you know is going to exist. Let's show you more of it. There was technically one announcement via that was like we didn't know it was going to be on their list of games and they kind of showed it so that was cool because um i'm more curious how drell's going to think of that we'll talk more about that but again, as a whole i liked it again it's developer direct there is no lizard speak it's just straight to the point it was very efficient just like boom talking gameplay boom introduction gameplay boom introduction game, gameplay for every single thing we saw gameplay for every single thing they showed so that's why i was that's why i was fan of that right on church the Passing the ball to you, my guy. What, yeah, so, how did you feel generally as far as the the developer direct? Yeah, let me, let me see if I remember how to do this. Um, overall, I have positive impressions. Um, I really like this format that Xbox does. Um, I like the cadence. I like something in January, and if they do something in E3 each year, that's good. Especially since I felt like the presence was missed heavily in the Game Awards some bits. I mean, they had a few spot moments, you know, including Blade. But this, just for Xbox gamers, the hardcore people like us ourselves, we kind of get a preview of the games that are coming out this year. Like, this is what's on the calendar. This is what your subscription of Game Pass is going to get you for the heavy hitters that we have planned. And, of course, we're going to give you some more details in June and then to get a sneak preview of the next year. So, overall, I I, I like this format. Um, I think they tightened it up from last year. I don't think it dragged a lot. I, I mean, there is a game that I'm not particularly interested in so much that kind of put me to sleep and we could get into that a little bit later but i i think this is a success so i i like the deep dive you know and like author hit it uh hit it on the head just the gameplay everything we saw we had some gameplay moments and i feel like i got a good visual look at each and every one of the games and what to expect when it finally comes out 
Very nice. Yeah, I mean, I think as far as for the general, uh, the the general uh, developer direct. Yeah, I thought it was a win. You know, I thought it was a win. I was watching some uh, certain gaming sites were doing like like certain polls, like oh, like what would you grade it? You know, things like that. And most people gave it like an A or a B. Um, so I think our Xbox fan base, the Xbox fan base, was pretty satisfied uh, with watching it, including myself. I didn't get to watch. I watched like ninety percent of it. There's a couple things that I skipped specifically because I just wasn't really a fan of those particular games. But when it comes to the heavy hitters, um, really interesting, especially when it came to a valve. That's kind of one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest question marks for me, right? Of course, we'll get into it later as far as okay, what's going on with this game, specific gameplay. Let's see it. So uh, definitely questions were answered in that regard. Um, and I agree with you. I do like kind of this this uh, pattern of like, hey, we'll give you the developer direct, you know, first of the year, then kind of trickle down, give you some additional uh, content, you know, throughout the year. So um yeah i thought it was i thought it was nice and it wasn't super long too which i i thought also was nice because sometimes i feel like xbox likes to dump everything as much as you can like the extended conferences like i never watched that shit <laughs> you know it's like oh let's do the behind the scenes and what, what did they think in germany i'm like I, I don't i don't care that much just give me the, just give me the main stuff so i thought this was you know i thought it was good i thought it was good all around um what should we talk about first do we want to just dive into indiana jones or dive into uh or dive into avowed i know that's one of the big question marks i'll start with avowed only because they did because they opened it with avowed they went straight into it which i i liked because again like we didn't see anything about e 3 or whatever they're fucking calling it now um so i was like that hey i liked it i saw game pass logos everywhere but you know, this was like speaking E3, but I didn't see Avowed. Avowed was the one game I wanted. You know, for those of you that haven't played an Obsidian game recently, that I would say that's more in their gambit of, you know, storytelling, RP- class-based RPGs. Um, try Outer Worlds. Because again, Outer Worlds, I think, is their um, more of like, and that's kind of their lane. They also have Grounded. You know, that's kind of like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Still a fun game, but in terms of, you know, for those for those people that haven't played an Obsidian RPG since Fallout New Vegas, but want to know how what an Obsidian how an Obsidian RPG handles, Outer Worlds is what I recommend. Um, so knowing that about, I I liked what I saw. There are certain things I would have wanted differently. Like I kind of was hoping for more third person combat, or if third person's a thing. But the reason I say that, Drill, I think you and I were both on the same page. When they first showed Avowed, it really reminded me of Kingdoms of Amalar. Now, again, that was only just timing because I just happened to be replaying that game like the week before we saw the very first gameplay. Um, and uh, that's right, they were at E3. I have a fucking, I have a dirty brain. You guys know this. But when I saw that type of combat, I thought it was to be like, you know, third person, but we only saw first person. It's not end of the world, but. I just wanted to see kind of, you know, zoom out view, but from what I'm seeing, I do like they're adding something new to it, which is that their offhand minhand is very, very different. Um, like I can't think of the last time a game had fucking dual wands. Like it's like, Hey, do you want, Hey, do you miss Hogwarts? We just fucking dual wield that shit. Yeah. It's, and it's, there's that joke of like, Oh, what's the American version of Hogwarts? Uh, Hogwarts with guns. You can literally do that. You can actually have Hogwarts with guns in this fucking game. I can shoot pixie dust in your face and then shoot you with a <laughs> double <laughs> actually, barrel. Like, right actually, after. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah so that's like oh you blocked my avada kedavra here's a fucking lead bullet um the style i like again i'm not i'm not really into that super hyper hyper realistic um there were some gripes because you know it's one of the few times i go to the comment section it's like oh where are people saying we're on the same page um um so there was a common gripe that people felt like the combat didn't have enough oomph or power or weight to it i think there is some validity to that but uh looking back like on fallout games and outer worlds 2 it didn't have a lot of that either looking back to it especially for melee combat but that never took me out of the game that never was like oh this game's unplayable i don't feel like i'm hitting hard shit now if someone's like let's say just had just played god of war ragnarok and then playing this i can absolutely see how that might be a notice it could yeah again you can say it's a negative but is it a game breaking i'm going to take the score in this game no um and one thing I'll end with, I don't want to tangent too much, but I see, I still, I'm still seeing comments of people like, I'm not going to buy this game. Dude, we saw this with Redfall and we saw this with Starfield of people saying, I'm not paying for this game. I'm not paying for this game. Who are these people that are buying Starfield, buying Redfall and buying Avowed at $70 a pop, but aren't paying Game Pass for 16 bucks a month? That was just something that threw me off for all three of those releases. Like I get the Starfield gripes. I'm sorry, I get the Starfield and the Redfall gripes. But when the comments were like, oh, I'm not paying for this. Like, well, part of me is like, who are these people that are buying all these Xbox first party games? They're putting the they're putting in the time and investment to watching these that to, to watching these directs, but still aren't paying for Game Pass. You know what I mean? That's just one thing that still confused me. It's like a one game, 70 bucks, 140 bucks if you bought Starfield and Redfall. And, but it's like, nah, but Game Pass, 16 bucks a month. I'm not going to do that. That's just something that still confuses me to this day, even with Hi-Fi Rush. It's like, man, why? I'm not going to, man, I'm really glad I bought Hi-Fi Rush. I'm glad you did too. But real talk, I'm just like, the, I mean, I'm glad you bought the game, but there's another value to the service. Now, just that, th that throws me off every time I see these directs, people in the comments are like, oh, I'm going to buy this game. Yeah, it's a little weird. I think a lot of those people are PC players that want to mod shit. Um, that's the only type of, of uh, that's the only thing that makes sense to me, but I do agree with you. And I think there's some other people that just have a phobia of, subscri of subscriptions. <laughs> like, just to be completely honest, I think there's a lot of people that are just like, I don't want another subscription, where it's just like, yo, this is the best subscription you can ever subscribe to, you know? So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little lost with you on that, too. Uh, before I give my take, I'm going to pass the ball to church. What are your thoughts yeah. on Avowed? Oh, yeah, man, I got some thoughts, and I'm happy to hear that we still get in the checks for Game Pass, you know, for our promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they're still coming in. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, I like... Now. Dude, even as, like, I'm not saying it's like the sale. Like, people say, like, back, Gerald, you were there when I worked retail. It's like, oh, you're the best salesman. I'm not generally selling people. I'm trying to help you. Like, dude, these games are 70 bucks a pop. That's a great like, deal. Like, if you play two games a year in this library it pays for itself i'm just literally trying to help you out i'm not like i'm not like oh xbox person try to sell sony dude like real talk if you're a sony if you're a sony guy if you're a sony player and you have an you have a friend that's an xbox custom that's an xbox player and they don't have game pass clown on them clown them all fucking day they deserve it i don't care like we could disagree it's something you could be like oh starfield shit spider-man's better but if you're a sony player and you have an xbox buddy that doesn't have game pass clown on them all the fucking time hate those motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, but yeah, man, my thoughts is, you know, to, to that point for Game Pass, it's in this direct, I got three games I definitely want to play, which pays for the subscription itself. So as a subscriber, I'm happy. Not to mention Persona 3 coming out in February, which is another thing that I'm really happy to. Um, but going to Avowed, it actually, I'm actually more excited for Avowed. Um, when I first, we saw that CGI trailer, right? It has the hyper-realism look. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then we got that other trailer. I think it was this E3 or maybe the other E3 before, I forget. Where it was more cartoonish. It was more stylized. I was like, oh, this is a different direction. Like, maybe they didn't have the budget to really go all out. But this video, the graphics look better. I was like, oh, this is a happy medium. I, the, the character animation looks good. Like, I like the environments. It looked pretty good. The, the weapons, it was awesome. It, the game looks good visually. The combat, I, I'm, I'm glad they focused that there is depth to the combat. Because when it comes to, like, a Bethesda game, the combat for me is I never expect amazing things, right? It's always subpar. It's not going to be God of War Ragnarok, like Arthur said, right? It's going to be some, like, hacking and slashes. They're like, no, this is not a hacking slash game. You have loadouts that you could f switch on the... Uh, on the fly and you can have your left hand your right hand to have different combinations to suit your style that gives me hope that there are enemy types that require you to be like oh shit you know i gotta use wands because i need fire and ice to do something or i need a shield and sword and then they both spawn in front of you now you switch in between loadouts to you like to fight the enemies even though it's slower pace even though it doesn't look as fast as a god of war uh, it gives me hope that it keeps me engaged and I can create some cool loadouts. The um, story narrative that they showed was not a really good display. I mean, they're trying to say, like, the game has options. It looked like Outer Worlds in terms of dialogue trees and stuff, and that's not a bad thing, but it's just like, okay, you're not... It, I think when it comes to this genre and storytelling, I think Cyberpunk just does it better. They're able to g deliver exposition and you're moving from, like, a building to another building, right? While they're talking and people are moving, it just looks better. It's more entertaining as opposed to just, hey guys, oh, you know, <laughs> for people that can't hear me, I'm just like move my mouth without saying anything. But um, I don't think that's a that's a necessarily a bad thing. It's just you know, it's a, it's a dated technique when it comes to gaming, in my opinion. Um, but if they're able to execute and engage in story, I mean, it's fine. I could get through it. So I'm excited for it, Valid. Um, well, it looks good. Very cool. Yeah. Um, there's a few thoughts I have on it, Valid, right? So um, as far as like for the dialogue, it seems to be really solid. Uh, Obsidian's always been really good when it comes to just like uh, the performances and then just like the different types of storylines, decisions and creative control when it comes to like certain dialogue decisions or what have you, or story decisions. So that was pretty solid. Um, the one thing that I know that is going to be, you know, a one is really just like the, the quality, the RPG quality. So being able to level up and whatnot, go through different things, collect different things, um, explore different stuff. Like I, I that's kind of what I'm really most excited for. Um, is just the lore and kind of like, just like how like my character can, is going to be just changed from point A to point B from when you start the game to, you know, 20 hours in how fucking insane my character is. So, so I'm, how do you feel that they didn't dive into that aspect of the game in the developer diary? If that's what you're looking, that you're most excited for, like, 
they kind of didn't lean into that aspect of the game. How- they didn't. They didn't lean into it, and that is a fair point. I do think the. I, I kind of have like this, like this uh, foolish trust <laughs> in Obsidian, just from the past uh, that they've provided. Um, yeah. So I just, I just from what I've seen as far as like the layer, the 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 light layer of like the dialogue, seeing a little bit of the gameplay, seeing a little bit of the skill tree stuff, um, and just from my experience playing with uh, um with Obsidian games, I'm just kind of excited and like looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, to your point, they didn't really show that, but because it's Obsidian, I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt. You know, and we might see, to your point, we might see a separate avowed deep, deep dive. So this is this could be a good opportunity to kind of, you know, they're giving us a little more breadcrumbs, you know, and then as we continue to follow, they're going to give us the fucking loaf. You know what I mean? I'm just like really deep dive of avowed like a little bit before the game comes out. So um, I'm hoping they kind of present it in that light. And then the music is dope too. I like the music. I feel like when it comes to an RPG, the music is music is so important. Like if the music is trash, like it like I get bored. You know, like even if everything else is great, if the music is trash, like I get bored. So the music I, I enjoyed the music. Um my negatives on Avowed. I feel like Avowed has an identity crisis when it comes to what what do we want as far as visual k- kinetics and then just like what do we want gamers to think of when they think of Avowed? And I and and when I when I when I ask that question, I don't really have an answer or think of anything. Like when it comes to Skyrim, there's a very specific identity to it. You know, I think of the logo. I think of like just like the different you know the different areas. I think of the music. I think of just how like the how like it has a certain look and feel and vibe and like this is what the game is. Like, even, like, cyberpunk, obviously, when it comes, like, the theme and all this stuff, a futuristic vibe to it, you know. Um, When it comes to Avowed, I feel like it's gone through so many changes from, like, some type of hyper-realism from, like, the very early teaser to you have, okay, you have a little more shell-shadedness, cartoonishness, and then for this developer direct, it's kind of a little bit of both. You know, so I, I think it's I think it's trying I feel like Avowed is still trying to figure out what it wants to be. And maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like even like the logo with the Vow, right? Like all the colors and stuff, like okay, you know what I mean? Like I feel like a few a few like other previous teasers and trailers, the logo was very different. You know, now the logo is like Avowed, like, you know, palette colors. So I don't know. I think um I just, I just, I would like to see a little more continuity with the theme and like, what do we want gamers to remember when they think of Avowed? I just feel like that's an important, like an important question and thing to think about as you're developing a game. Um, I think another thing too is that a lot of people are saying in the comments is like, as far as the combat, there's like, there's like certain like ragdoll physics type physics type of movement with some of the, with some of the, uh, the enemies. Uh, and then the combat animation seemed me a little stiff, but I think uh, I'm a benefit of the doubt guy too. I'm like, guys, this is very, this is still early, right? This is still early. We can still see some smoothness, um, but there's a little bit of sniff stiffness uh, when it comes to just some of the combat. But I think it can be flushed out. I think the fact that there are mechanics that have that versatility, as far as like. <sighs> 
bam. <laughs> like I think that's I think that's great. You know, even if I can do like magic and then slice someone in half. We need to have you know? we need to have that exact sound effect in the game. Like not a gun, <laughs> just Jarrell. You need to make a mod of your gun when your gun crits. It's Jarrell going. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, I'm excited for it. Did they give a date for it? I, I don't recall. Uh, fall. Fall. Okay. Fall. Okay. Um, some it. games did get exact dates. Some games got a range, a season. But mm-hmm. e- again, everything shown is this year. Everything shown had had blank 2024, like X date or again season, but all this year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think Jero, to your point, the identity is interesting. Um, within, I think it's like for hardcore gamers, we kind of know what we're getting into. Like, oh, this is just going to be like a version of Elder Scrolls, but Obsidian. But how do you sell this to like a bigger audience? Like, well, what does it fit in their minds? I mean, maybe it fits better after Baldur's Gate this year. That was a big success. So people are gunning for another like, you know, fantasy type of experience. But what did this game even fit within Xbox's own studios, right? You, They're all making Elder Scrolls 6, right? And Fable. So you could they they seem to have some com- comedy from the trailer that they tried originally, but like Fable Six is leaning into that kind of British humor more too. So like, yeah. where does it find the identity in terms of the fantasy RPG? Well, like Microsoft is like really trying to own that genre as much in like three different versions of the game. I, I don't have an answer for you. Um, it just I kind of know what to expect in terms of a gameplay, but like, what are we going to take away from the experience? Like, what are we going to love? Uh, I think we we have to find out, you know. I'd be interested to see coming this E3 when they have that big market push. Like, what is the message they want to deliver with this experience? You know, um, it, I, I it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I I hope the game does a little gritty drill because again, I'm glad you bring up previous stuff because, like I said, I can't remember shit. Um, you're right. The old the old logo was like a black background, like a silver, like metallic avowed. And there was like a symbol, like a golden metallic, the V was golden. And then again, the original trailer, even though it was our style, hyper-realistic, it's all the aesthetic was gritty. It was dark. It was like an arrow going into the chasm of like hell or something like that. So you are right. Going from that to like this potential cover art. Um, like I said, the palette change is different. It looks um, better in my opinion. I'll say, no, I kind of missed. Looks, the, looks cool. Looks cool. I mean, yeah. I'm not it against looks, it at all. It does look great. I do kind of miss the, the gritty, the gritty, simplistic. Because that's I don't know. I'm I'm sometimes I like simplistic. Because like you know, you think like the Skyrim logo, just the most technically aesthetic, like bland logo, but we all fucking know it. <laughs> um, so again, I'm hopeful. Selfishly, I hope this is like another birthday game for me. Because let the record show, as much as I dick right Game Pass two years in a row, they have taken away my birthday game. Two fucking Warhammers. <laughs> the Warhammer game. Both were Warhammer fucking games. Yeah. God damn it. Both the last time they took away Darktide. That was supposed yep. to be my Game Pass game for my birthday. And then Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 was supposed to be my this year's fucking Game Pass birthday game to myself. So avowed, please don't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said. <laughs> uh transitioning let's talk about hellblade a little bit uh hellblade 2 um man i'll be honest with you guys i was most excited out of all the games i think i'm most excited for hellblade 2 for sending you a saga um 
it just shows they're really like there's just so much there's so much commitment so like from what from watching that and i didn't get to beat the first senua saga but i mean even just playing that one i was like okay they're they're going a route that is very uh that is very involved and then there's some originality there so it's really diving diving into psychosis and then having like professionals like behind the scenes you know just to have a uh have some authenticity to that experience and having headphones on and most of the time when i play games these days i have headphones on as well so you know it just makes it even even uh more intense but the graphics look insane look really really good i think i think there's a couple of moments where maybe the the blacks are a little too dark or like i can't like see an enemy and i'm like stabbing into the dark i'm like i hope i i hope i i hit whatever the fuck grabbed me in the back you know what i mean so like that's kind of frustrating uh i could see potentially especially with someone who doesn't have like a a high-end tv where like you know the oleds and like the deep blacks and the bright whites and stuff like that and like having that that might be a potential issue for someone who has just like a regular fucking 1080p TV. I can't fucking say anything, you know? Drill's <laughs> Drill's like, yo, I'm gonna play this shit on xCloud. Well, how good will it look on my phone? But that's real though. Yeah, but you know, but as far as like everything else looks amazing. I mean, the the uh, the the main character who who is senua like she just has like an amazing like presence and stuff and like her voice is dope and just the music is great um everyone seems like they really are passionate about the project it kind of brings me back to kind of like some old school like behind the scenes stuff you know i feel like um i feel like with rocksteady when they were talking about suicide squad behind the scenes i didn't believe any of those motherfuckers i was just <laughs> i feel like everyone had a gun to their head you know what i mean i was just like like, who is making you guys make this bullshit? Like, I know you motherfuckers don't want to make this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now, like, obviously, I know you weren't here for the last episode, Church, but as far as just, like, God, that game looks worse and worse every time we fucking see it. Um, but uh, for Senua, for this back, for this behind the scenes, yeah, like, I feel like everyone's super, like, it, like they know they, they, they're passionate about it in a certain particular way. The music is great. Obviously, the psychosis is going to be even more intense. It seems like, uh, and then the combat is supposed to be different with every enemy, which I find really interesting as well. I think really the only, yeah, my only worry is just as far as like, you know, like I don't want to be like stabbing into the darkness, like for like, uh, like 50% of the game. I think that would be like, kind of like lame, but other than that, I mean, I'm hyped for it. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts, church? Yeah. I mean, Hellblade, I'm, I've been excited for years now. It's one of the few games I've played with my wife um well i actually watched her play she played the entire first game uh, you know i was in the background giving some tips and stuff but i watched her complete it um i'm a little bit concerned um because we, i felt like we didn't see a whole lot um then finding out it's like a digital release is not an issue but the price tag is 50 dollars, right as um that means i feel like it's gonna be a shorter experience like the first game was like eight hours I was hoping this would be longer, right? They would take the original idea and then expand upon it and give us a grand adventure. And it seems it's going to be, you know, bite size a little bit. And maybe it's bigger than we think it is. And that's and they don't want to show too much because like they don't want to give anything away. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out. I mean, 
I'm tired of seeing the landscape photos and what they do to get the vibe. Be like, I, I get it. I've I've seen that for the last two to three years. It's showing me more gameplay. Um, you don't have to sell me on the game anymore. I really want this. I mean, this is a game from Xbox I've been wanting for years to play right now. And Ninja Theory, um, controversial, but I like DMC. You know, when they did made Devil May Cry, I like the iteration of that game, and I feel like that gameplay style they have is pretty solid. So if they're just expanding on that and making it really fun to play, maybe, you know, we can get some cool replay value out of this game mode. Um, God of War recently did the uh, Valhalla expansion for DLC where they did a roguelike. I'm hoping maybe Ninja Theory 2, if they really expand the combat, can do something on to keep the replayability going over and over, whether it be like scorekeeping, additional DLC. I, I don't know. Um but I guess we'll see when it comes into May. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a game. I'll have all the lights off. You know, I'm going to have the OLED TV. You know, I'm going to have the headset on. I'm, I'm going to be locked in and I'm going to be scaled out of my wits. But uh, <laughs> it looks pretty good, man. Nice. Nice. Yeah, your thoughts, Arthur? I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I know games like this are not to the scale or grandeur as some previous award-winning let's call it is like sony first party games like last of us uncharted but i feel like games like this and the requiem series is like not not one for one response you know not one for one response but the requiem series and this series it's it's like xbox it's like xbox you know, showing it can handle like, you know, truly, truly narrative games. Like, again, they're not as like Church was saying, they're not as like lengthy as some of these other, like when you think of like a true, like, you know, quote unquote, first party narrative driven game, but they balance that again with not being full priced. Um, They're on the subscription service. So again, you know, I like that for, for, for someone like me, that I fuck with anything Game Pass that's like cooperative, class based, leveling up, give me XP, give me damage numbers, give me loot. But if you really want quality storytelling, the Requiem series and this Hellblade series is it. Um, and I know, Joel, I know you're clearly a big music guy. They should they showed the music we saw at the Game Awards. I thought that was really cool. That you know the Game Awards. They, the Game Awards featured yeah, that the music cool. of that band and that style, so we got to see we got to see some of that at the Game Awards. I'm looking forward to this. It comes out. I'm not saying relatively quick, but I want to say it's it's the first of all of these of everything we sh- of everything we saw that was announced with a true hard date. Uh, Hellblade Hellblade's first. Hellblade is May 22nd or May 31st. I oh, remember is 21st or something like that. 21st. Yeah. I remember is May some number and then in a one so it's either 31st or 21st um they give 21st so give or take you know in the next few months this game is practically done i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to it for people like me that never played the first one it's made me want to play it you know like again like the requiem series was uh tell um i forget the, i forget the full name like the plague's tale thank you the uh, plague's tale this makes me want to play the first one um yeah i call church pan was it you haven't played the first one? No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it just, it just, you know, I'm with the game, with the game pass, I'm blessed with options, cursed yeah, with options. Course, right. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, 
And I will say one thing to Church's point, something I learned from another game too. I really hope we do get past the trailer, these these trailer moments of look at the landscape. If the if your landscape is good enough, we will experience it. I know I talk about this game a lot. I'll keep it brief. Um, an experience I had with that was Remnant 2. That was a game where I've never really truly stopped and smelled the roses because in, until I played that game because that game's landscape is so good. It's so different. So there are times where I'm like, church is dying. And he's like, remind me. And I'm like, dude, this wall looks so sick. <laughs> so, so again, so if your landscape, if your world you're building is truly that good, you're really to a point don't need to focus on it in the trailer it will come to life and the and your players the, the players will see that themselves when they experience the game because again when i when i got run when i played around the two i was never like oh man i saw the trailer those these worlds look cool no i just the game looked fun and i bought it eventually came on game pass but i did buy it and i'll say i play the game i'm like holy shit this world the design the level design sick so I, I i think again it's you know when it comes to things like that it's like say less do more and let the game speak for itself which i think it will launch coming in may yeah, yeah. man i just i kind of wanted to just add to that it's just i, I think because this game came out on playstation right originally um I, I think this is one of the games that when xbox was coming to the next generation that everybody was looking for whether you're an xbox fan or playstation fan i think this is will have a lot of eyes on it it received a lot of play, uh, praise when it came out right it, it won awards right it's one of the new ips from x the xbox has under the umbrella quote unquote that I think it's going to have high expectations from like Xbox people and PlayStation kind of brave for Xbox to put it out in May right before E3 again. Right. So like, does it review good? And then you have positive stuff going into the showcase. So do we have another Redfall situation? Well, Phil Spencer is coming out going like, yo guys, I don't know what happened, but I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I want the game to do good. And the story was amazing. But it, the gameplay itself rivals that of like PlayStation IPs, <laughs> like when it comes to function, like it really the combat feels amazing. And like if they lean into that hard, they will have something truly special that like only maybe like a Capcom can like replicate that kind of stuff. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think you make a really good point too, church, as far as like how long is this game? You know, um, and especially with the price tag, I think that is a relevant question to ask. I mean, if it was 20 hours, I would be a happy camper, to be honest with you. Yeah. When it comes to narrative games, I don't need a 100-hour adventure. You know what I'm saying? Like Complete it in a weekend. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, give me a few sit-downs. I can get it knocked out. Like, I'm happy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on that grind. If it was, like, an RPG or something, then obviously a different story. But, um. I think May is a good time frame, especially because, you know, E3, unfortunately, is like donezo for real. They're literally, you know, it's literally done. And then Xbox, Xbox and Sony, Nintendo, they really are the E3 these days. They create their own conferences. Um, I am curious to see what comes out around it, to your point, as far as like, hey, like, are, is this going to compete against anything else? I think I think uh, Senua uh, Hellblade 2 has a uh, specific uniqueness that I think uh, it'll, I think it'll do well. I think it'll do well. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, and it's game pass as well. Right. So, I mean, shit, just, just uh, doing this until May 21st, you know, rub my hands together. <laughs> um, 
Should we rip the band-aid off? And oh, actually, before that, were there did you what were you guys' thoughts on the Aria History Untold or Visions of Mana? Did you guys have a an interest for those when they talked about them? Yeah, I mean, I'm a big civilization fan. So when it go going to that depth and building your own society, like I like that shit. You know, I even did black and white and black and white too back in the day a little bit too on PC. Um, Dang, old school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I remember those titles yeah. stuck in the drawer at GameStop. <laughs> uh, the floor. I picked it up, man. There you go. There you go. Um, it, it looked cool. I, I don't have a PC, so I won't be playing it. Um, it looks like there's a lot of care for it and love that that went into it. It, it seems fun, but uh, other than that, man, just um, I'm a console player through and through. So uh, that's that's what my thoughts were quick. Oh, I didn't know it was console only. Yeah. PC. I mean, I didn't know it was PC only. Yeah. Oh, lame. Well, um, one thing I did want to ask, okay, up until that moment where I bum myself or you bum me out, it's fine though. Um, <laughs> how do you think about a game like this being a Civ game, you know, being by the same developers that revolve with Civ 5? How do you feel that this game's almost like a hybrid RTS because it's not true like turn base? It's it's like that hybrid where it's like civilizations, but there's no quote unquote turn system. You're just going. Um, I'm I'm fine with it. As I guess it's you know everything's happening at once, right? Um, it, it's fine. I I play the style games too. I the tone base is kind of cool because you can take your time with it. Um, it, it depends how steep the learning curve is in the game, right? You don't want to get overwhelmed, like, am I doing the right option while the enemy AI is, like, building stuff, right? And they're coming attacking you. You don't even have, like, yeah. a wall going. As, a, as opposed to taking your time on the turn base, you can read through the stuff and, you know, plan accordingly. Um, if the onboarding's fine, maybe they have a campaign to do that. I'm cool with it. I like that style too. You know, Halo Wolves. Their learning curve for these games can be tough. Like for someone like me that loves that loves Command and Conquer series, mm-hmm. Civilization is like a whole other level of like I love it. Yeah. complicated, which is just fine. But you got to invest time. Like those, I I hear people talk about the, like those matches. I'm like, God damn, all day, whole <laughs> fucking day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Okay, well, if it was coming for console, I'll be happy. Which, to a point, I can see why. Because I was like, man, how this interface translate the console? Oh, it's not. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Sorry to bum you out, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's That's fine. That's not coming out on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's fall, too. Ah! <laughs> um, I'll be looking up PCs. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, who's I will, joining me now? <laughs> I will say it's not a gamer PC, but I will say this will be the this will be the last pod on my circling a drain fucking Alienware computer. So, hey, hey congrats! Moving on up, so there you go. No, I'm moving laterally for cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something that works consistently. That, that's good. I'm I'm moving on up, and that I'm I'm get uh drill help me drill help me pick out a refurbished p a refurbished laptop from Newegg. That's probably what the only only retailers that I would trust refurbished from. Um, so put it this way, my laptop will no longer sound like a jet engine loading up fucking Zoom. So, uh, so I remember using it for some podcast episodes where I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, should I get away from the PC off. before it blows up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We potted in person back in the day. <laughs> so it's, yeah. So my new one's arriving Monday. Um, in terms of the next game, 
Tales of Mana. Um, I'm actually, I was going to say, Drill, I was wondering if you, honestly, I thought of you when I saw this game. So I know you like those old school Final Fantasy games. And I know this isn't like drop a mic fucking, you know, oh, you know, Xbox got the tail, you know, got the Mana series. But it kind of reminded me when recently when uh, Sony um, shut shut down the Sony Japan studios, kind of like almost their origin, their foundations. And so now within what feels like not too long ago of hearing that, to see that the Mane series has come to Xbox, I like it. Because one thing that Xbox was not known for, especially during the time when you and I were in the trenches in retail, Xbox was not known for its JRPGs. If people wanted the Tales series, they want they went to uh, people on the Tales series, they went to Sony. If people wanted old school Final Fantasy, they went to Sony. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 was what was what kind of stopped that streak. Um, so again, the Tales and Symphonia, I think it was like Tales of F or something like that. These are games that, you know, we didn't exactly have midnight launches for, but we, you know, those were games that were con- consistently selling for our Sony customers. And I remember, you know, I forget if we were watching, yeah, we were watching it live all together when like church, like, you know, fucking busted a load on persona, all things persona came to game pass. He was losing his shit. So now we have all things persona. (laughs) (laughs) I want you all to have that experience. Like no regrets. (laughs) (laughs) It's so when I think of like where Xbox was with JRPGs a couple of years ago and where we are now, it's thankfully like night and day. Like, um, see the stars. I forget the exact name. It was nominated, nominated for game of the year. Everything Yakuza, which Yakuza is a balls to the wall. Fuck it. Crazy fucking game. All the, all of Yakuza has come to game pass. Yakuza. Um, was it? Yakuza. Yakuza. <laughs> thank you. Yaku- everything Yakuza's came to come to game pass. Um, every, you know, most things personas come to game pass, including personas new game that's coming to game pass, which shirts was losing his shit over. And Must now again, nuts. now we have the now we have this mana series that was that was rooted in the origins of Final Fantasy. So um is this a game for me? Not necessarily, but I like that I'm seeing this in the Xbox catalog now. Yeah, because uh, it's it, it's it Tales of Mana or Visions of Mana. I'm not sure what the uh, Visions of Mana, but oh, okay. I, I, yeah, but yeah, it's part of the the, the Mana series. No, yeah. it's it's funny you say that too, Arthur, because I was kind of interested when I when I like when I turned it on, I saw that it was on, and I was like, oh, interesting, you know, because I remember selling that to a GameStop and having an interest in it in general. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, you know, and I think this is very, to your point, this is very smart and, uh, sales numbers uh, in Japan have skyrocketed as far as for Xbox titles, you know, and that's very different than what it used to be since, uh, for some in Europe, it's declining, but in Japan, it's going up and other places and whatnot. So, um, how the turntables, (laughs) (laughs) Especially after conveniently after the deal goes through, oh, the numbers are down in Europe all of a sudden. Man, I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm interested. I, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent all in. Like, yes, let's go. But yeah. um, I am interested, and I think it's cool. You know, the more. 
the more games like this, the merrier, to be honest. You know what I mean? Um, it's just another beauty with Game Pass as far as, like, hey, another, another option. Something I can just dive into and check out. Um, I will I will say, Church bummed me out. I got to bum you out. This game's not a Game Pass. Those bastards. How, how dare we even talk about them? What the fuck are we fuck. doing here? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn it, Arthur. Why are we even talking about this fucking game? <laughs> <laughs> this one, too? Right. <laughs> I will say, though, real talk, dude, just on that note, like I think all of us to a point are spoiled when we see an Xbox game dare to fucking exist at a conference or a, a showcase that's not a game pass like why are you here right it's made Price? me a what? cheap it's made they've made me cheap fucks like they've made, they've made me a complete cheap fuck I'm just like yo like why is right. this on game pass blah, 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 blah. there's know, only man. game pass games and games coming to game pass okay that's, <laughs> that's all that exists that's, that's all that exists that's, that's how we live our life dude that's a t-shirt right there I know right <laughs> there's like two types of games right dude <laughs> the 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 one Jeez. thing I, the one thing I will also add to that part of the showcase I put in the group chat, yo, the swag on that guy and his fucking leather jacket. Oh, was bro, that guy so was on sick. point. Oh swag yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. And yeah. I didn't plan it, but the exact screenshot I sent you guys, the juxtaposition of his like black leather jacket while sitting, I couldn't help but it was our goal to make the most adorable animals. It was like the most this like vastly different thing yeah. of like you yeah. have this guy that looks like a villain or like an anti-hero from like a beautiful Joe series, and just saying like. We needed to make the animals as cute as possible. Right. <laughs> we made them look evil. Pay close attention to the animation. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, for us, but sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, sorry, you kept, you know, Captain Swaggy over there. Uh, your game's not Game Pass, so we won't talk about it too much longer. But I will say, Church, something I did, you know, think of when I put in the group chat too. Um, the, a lot of the combat did remind me of Kingdom Hearts ones. That was pretty. That was pretty interesting. I saw things I liked, and then it ended, and I'm like, oh, I don't see a Game Pass. Logo. Damn it. Right. Um <laughs> all of a sudden the disinterest. <laughs> right. <laughs> um yeah. so yeah, my thoughts. I mean, I think Arthur, I think you really captured everything I had in my thoughts about that game, Vision of Mana. I, I think Xbox's commitment and promises of bringing JRPGs. We're seeing it, right? We haven't seen it on Game Pass yet. You know, we still got some place to go, but we'll get there. It's okay. Persona's coming. Yeah, it's exactly right. Um, and so is church. <laughs> my God, Lord. Sweat. Um, but they'll they're coming, bro. And I <laughs> phase. <laughs> so I made myself laugh. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Phrasing. Dude, 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 sorry. Myself. I um, love I love that Freudian slip of like they're coming. Face. I mean pause. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Um, yeah, dude, I think <laughs> I think they're just committed, man, uh, with the JRPGs. Um, it is interesting. I'm actually more happy because I'm actually okay, there is something I could talk about that you didn't cover. You know, it just Xbox's relationship with Square Enix is getting so much better. We got visions of mana. Final Fantasy 14 coming to Xbox. At least you guys forget. Okay. <laughs> I did. And I'm glad you're true. I'm glad that, you're reminding he's me. Back. Church. He's back. <laughs> Dude. We never would have said that that statement. 
I'm glad you're back because I totally forgot. And real talk, bug me when that game drops on like that game drops in Game Pass. Like I'll I'll go all in. I don't know if you have a tank or something. I'll like you know me. I feel that support role. So if you need an archer and your dude, you need an archer in your squad. I'm that guy. You need a healer. Hit me the fuck up, bro. We good. I tank DPS healer. We got you. We're ready to go. I'm gonna get for Xbox too. The beta for the Xbox taste testing comes out. I think in March. My brother signed up to it. I'm gonna sign up to it too. And when it comes out, I think it actually comes out end of April of May. I'm not uh, not joking for the FF14. And then we got like the new expansion coming out that summer or whatever. But it just goes to show you Xbox's commitment to delivering these types of games, the Square Enixus games, the JRPGs to the Xbox community and kind of stuff. And Arthur, you kind of just nailed this topic. They really they came out really strong, and this is another proof of that commitment so absolutely absolutely now um <laughs> speaking of uh, it's funny the last episode uh arthur was like if they're gonna do the whips in uh in indiana jones make it like the g-force whips yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh so the indiana jones uh in the great circle i feel like i feel like this is kind of what Good i title. F- yeah, how you guys how you guys feel about the title in terms of Indiana Jones titles, you know? I'm mixed because it sounds simple, but it's still adventure. Mm-hmm. I feel like if there's anything to change, they could just change the word circle. Like mm-hmm. just that one word is like makes me go, eh. It's not bad because it's because everything is like Indiana Jones and the Blank of blank and the two word title. There's an Indiana Jones never has like a one word title. It's, Indiana, it's never Indiana Jones and the Ark. It, you know, it's you know, it's like you know, Last Crusade, Temple of Doom. Fun fact, Rain by the way, I thought it was funny that when they showed the Indiana Jones titles, they only showed the they only mentioned the first three. They didn't talk mm. about all the other shit. No, they this. just well, because in my mind, I thought I thought that they just said it's between Raiders of the Lost Ark and and, and Crusade. They didn't even mention Temple of Doom. No, they did. Like, oh, did when they? it first came on, they oh. they showed they showed the titles. They showed the titles of all three. Oh, okay. And they stopped the Temple of Doom. Oh, okay. And then it mentioned the crystal skull or this hourglass bullshit that just came out. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, so they didn't meant to. Yes, you are right. Story wise, it takes place with those two, but the very yeah. opening thing they should all three. three but the cool. title, I, the title I like. It's in a Jonesy again. Just I feel like my one critique is that they could should have changed the word circle to something a little more like adventure, like crusade. You know, uh, arc, you know, temple of doom. These are words that stick with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because they had a, they had a, he was going through something and it had like a different name, but it was like Circulus, and he was like, oh, the circle, you know what I mean? But it's just like you can't be like Indiana Jones and the Circulus <laughs> or whatever the, right, that right. actual name was, right? Indiana Jones ain't British. I know what you're going with that, and actually, that's why I thought I'm like, that's a British, that's a British ass fucking word. Get that out of my Indiana Jones title. <laughs> But no, um, yes, he may work at a British museum, but it's different. <laughs> but as far as you're like, what, like, as far as the presentation and everything, I mean, I was sold. Like, this is kind of what I thought the Indiana Jones game would be, or hoping that it would be, just because, like, they were just putting so much, like, they're they're just like really like going all in, you know what I mean? Like like Phil Spencer talking about it and all this stuff, and I'm like, guys, Indiana fucking Jones, are you fucking serious? You know, and that's why we need in the last episode, you know, is this going to be the Uncharted, you know, Uncharted for Xbox? 
And uh, they say that it's not, but I do like what I saw. You know, I like that the 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 cinematic feel is there. I do like that. The voice acting seems to be very good. Um, obviously, we got our boy Troy Baker voicing Indiana Jones, uh, young Indiana Jones, and I think he sounds really good. I think he's doing you know he's doing an expertise job. Uh, I do love that they actually have Harrison Ford's likeness, right? Unlike, you know, the Marvel games where it's like, you know, the Marvel Avengers and a lot of shit, you have a bunch of, you know, random ass people that are supposed to be those superheroes, you know, amounts of the other fucking issues with that game. Marvel Avengers starring Tony Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) So I like that they actually have Indiana Jones or Harrison Ford's likeness. Um the there were some there, some of those graphics seemed pretty nice i remember there was one where like the mud fell off of like a wall or something and i was like ooh, that was some nice looking mud that fell off <laughs> i was like i like that that was cool but uh the different puzzles and stuff and then just like the fighting seems pretty cool um yeah i i really like where it's going cinematically i'm wondering how it plays it, it might play because to me it seems maybe slightly janky when it comes to the gameplay but uh, as far as like the universe of Indiana Jones, very interesting, very interesting, and um, yeah, I actually was pretty happy with it. What were uh, what were your thoughts, Church? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love machine gun games, right? I mean, Wolfenstein series one and two, even Young Blood, big fans. The gameplay is what I'm least concerned about from like a pistol. Like the shooting in those games feels phenomenal, and even the difficulty of those games scale pretty good. So in terms of them making a good shooter, I mean, I guess that's the question, right? It's what, how much do, as a Wolfenstein fan, are game, guns part of the gameplay, right? They did a huge emphasis on stealth, which Wolfenstein does have, you, you know, the optional route. So that's cool. And then you can hit people with the whips. But am I able to pick up machine guns? Am I shooting people? Does that feel right? Because Indiana Jones doesn't like guns as much when it comes to the movies, if I recall. Um, I've only seen the first two Indiana Jones movies, so f- please forgive me. Uh, I know it's blasphemy, but um, oh man, I just know. stop at Doom. You're only you're only shy like I should one. Stop. <laughs> I made just, the right choice. <laughs> I'll just say, just watch Doom just to watch it. After that, then you can stop. No, okay. no, 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 no. You need to watch the Last Crusade. That's the third one. Watch Watch Last Crusade as well. And then you're done. <laughs> then I'm done. It's no, Rare's Lost Ark, Destiny. Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade. <laughs> no Crystal Skull. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please, please don't watch that. <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my defense, I'll do it for I, y'all. <laughs> in my defense, I think as Doom is the third one because it's technically the third on the timeline, whatever. Yeah. Oh well, oh, shit, chronologically shit. in the release, it's oh god, the motherfuckers one. have time travel now. Dude. <laughs> no, it's just prequels. It's just what's like ah, this one's there. But yeah, just just watch the first three. That's it. Just watch. The first got three. you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited from the. Ga- I think the game looks amazing. It looks like a Wolfenstein graphics, and I think that's what the IP needed. I think they chose a good story. Um, they they're used to killing Nazis. If Indiana Jones is killing more Nazis, it's the right at home. I love the transition from third person to first person in terms of combat. I'm okay with that because you get the iconic Indiana Jones style, you know, in terms of clothing, and then you can whip people. The whip looks fun. I like that you can attack, move things around. I have so many questions about the puzzles. That's I love puzzles in games. You know, Mm -hmm. those are my, like, I love that shit. But are they going to be good? Right. Wolfenstein doesn't have any many puzzles. I'm kind of curious about the ones that you can discover on your own off the beaten path, right? You know, you're not on the 
you know, yellow brick road anymore? Like, are we encouraged to go do those puzzles? What are the awards for those puzzles that like, yeah, I want to solve this because I get this cool item. What is a cool item in Indiana Jones? It's just, right. just I mean, if I had a guess, you, you're probably going to have some hub area where you have collectibles and you kind of display them in like your museum or something, maybe back in America or something. Um, but the, the game looks fine. The voice acting, the music. Um, I, I think this is going to be a must play day one for a lot of people. Uh, those are just my initial thoughts right now, man. So. I like how you talked about the, the, the you know, developer machine gun games. Can you imagine, you know, does Xbox approaching them? Hey, okay, we have a game. You need to kill Nazis up. Oh. Say less. That's your bread and butter. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, three, oh, we, right? love, we love killing Nazis. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you need it, three, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, okay. If, yeah, if you need a team that, like, Tunnel Vision's killing Nazis, Machine Gun Games is, is your team. Right. Man, Our, that... The way they talked about the, those developers, man, that accent was getting me. <laughs> Some guy sounded like a sassy Russian. I was like, what is this? He's like, you want to go to the club? Oh, Indiana my God. Jones? It yeah, was that, just getting me. Yeah, it, yeah, it was the, uh, I think it was, uh, was it the uh, Swedish, Swedish developer? Yeah. Arthur, is this game on Game Pass or no? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I'll be upset if it wasn't. Oh no! This no 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 no! This this is um, no this is definitely Game Pass and the and to butter that toast even more, drill. It's you know, it's not Xbox One, so it's just Xbox Series S and X. No more oh, Xbox thank One. God. So. Thank yeah. God. We, we, yeah, we just have to stop as a society. Just, <laughs> just and right? just go to the future of the series. The series X, yeah, you know? nobody liked that console. Like, let's just move on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have to move on. Because I feel like these studios, man, these studios, they keep trying to focus on multi-platform and just end up taking a shit on the overall project. It's like, yo, like, we are in the current gen which is you know was the next gen now current gen like let's focus on that shit sorry you know what i'm saying so. um other things about this game no hard date 2024 again everything was 2024 no hard date uh uh then this is one this is actually one of the only ones that actually didn't even get a season everything else was like like uh the vision of mana game was summer 2024 um the Aura civilization and style game that was also fall 2024, like Avowed. Avowed's also fall. Um, we said earlier Hellblade's May 21st, 2024. This is just 2024. No, no month, no season, nothing. If I'm a yeah. betting man, if I'm a betting man, I think October is going to be the month for this. Three fall drops. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking it's, spring, dude. It's very it's, uh, sorry, not spring, summer. Like I'm thinking late summer. It's a very interject style game, and plus to have like three of these games drop all in the same like quote unquote season, to being like maybe a month apart. It's a lot of that's a lot of self competitive in their own ecosystem. You think yeah. August? Yeah, I'm thinking August. That's my yeah. bet because it's. I mean, if the game's ready to go, I mean they. I mean, they got Call of Duty now, right? They got all these Blizzard Activision games that we don't even know. I mean, I think even Diablo 4 has an expansion coming out in the fall, too, as well. As bad as that game people say it is, it's sold very well. So, like, maybe they want to push that, too, yeah. as well. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I think August, it, they want to give it a chance to succeed a little bit. You know, same time. 
you know, Fair. Baldur's Gate came out, I guess so. Yeah. For Starfield. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, Starfield was like September second, September fourth, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Great e- great press conference. I keep calling it E three, but June, you know, presentation, you do Indiana Jones coming out in August, you know. It'd be, yeah. be, be awesome. So that's um, fair. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Do you guys have high hopes for this game? Are you guys? I mean, you seem like you guys are Indiana Jones. Like, what do you want from the game itself? You know, I'm. I'm. Ex- this sounds super bland and broad, but like fun. I know that sounds like duh, but like I'm not expecting gritty. I'm not expecting like fucking Devil May Cry combo S tier fucking combat. It's an yeah. end goddamn Jones. I'm expecting like an, a good mix of like that puzzle with combat. Like this is like, there are games like for example, Kojima to a point, especially nowadays uh, with the recent thing we saw at the summer game fest, uh, or was it the game awards? I'm going to lose your game awards where it was, you know, like kind of like quote unquote, the movie, the game, which is fine. He does a great, but like it, you know what I mean? It's like, there's like, you know, like, say like devil may cries on this end of the spectrum you know, Death Stranding over here. This game's going to be somewhere in the middle. You know I mean? Like I said, it's going to be narrative-driven. There's going to be puzzles. The combat's going to be immersive and interacting, but it's not It's not going to be like a true-to-form Wolfenstein game. Because Wolfenstein game, arguably, is like, I'm not saying a runner-shooter, but it's very fast-paced combat. This one really kind of won't be. It's not a bad thing. I'm just looking for a good, balanced experience. I like... I want the music to just, like, when a cutscene start, cut starts or wraps or I finish a combat section i want to be like oh fuck that was fun because that's what uncharted one like was like for me uncharted one's comp uncharted combat had no reason being that fucking good for what it was but it really was like it in the narrative the puzzles all that combined that really helped make it it's like i feel like it this can be like one of those games where it's like if you're to take every single aspect you might grade it a b but because of that it might come out like an a it's like how is the how is the narrative b how's the combat How's the puzzles B, but it's like overall in the game. Oh, a minus just, I can't, that's, I can't explain it, but that's still kind of kind of feeling for it. If it sticks to landing all those like middle lane, it wants to be in, it could be better because of it. That's fair. I think, um, really I want an immersive experience. You know what I mean? I want to feel like I'm playing a game where I'm playing this guy and his name's Indiana Jones and he's just going around the cave. Like, <laughs> like I want to feel like I am Indiana Jones. I need to get out of this cave. Where the fuck is the crystal? Whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is, that's kind of what I want from, uh, from the game because like, I know they say that it's not like Uncharted, but I think when it comes to immersiveness, that's really where Uncharted shines. Like to me, my favorite, seen in in most of the uncharted games is the third one the the whole the whole airplane scene and as far as like the cargo flying off and the fucking planes cra- you know crashing i'm fighting this guy like I'm, I'm jumping back up like that was an incredible scene and it was definitely one of those moments where you're like god damn it playstation you know what i mean where it's just like this is why i keep coming back to the console because of experiences like this so i think if if indiana jones can capture really immersive experience for like where once again i feel like i'm indiana jones i'm going through and stuff and if the if the gameplay supports that fluidity to have that experience i'm happy you know um and i think depending on how well this does it could potentially open the door for another indiana jones and i think it's i think the immersiveness has to grab people because we have to think too right we have a lot of gamers where 
you know, they don't really give a fuck about Indiana Jones. They just like, but they, but they, but they fuck with Machine Games, right? They fuck with Wolfenstein. You know, maybe they'll play. Maybe they ever watched Indiana Jones, or they just anytime they think about it, it's it's like the terrible movies. But you know, if the gameplay is that good, you know, and the immersive experience is that good, like that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. So, and as far as the length of the game, I mean, I don't know how long it's gonna be. But uh, I me, mean, it's just the experience, you know. If it's just a really solid experience, especially because it's on Game Pass, I can be a little more forgiving too with how long it's gonna be. Not like five hours, but like 10, 15 hours. Like if this is a solid jam packs. I'll be happy. So fifteen twenty, like kind of yeah. my ballpark. I'll be shocked if it was like twenty. I'll be shocked if it was like twenty five hours. Twenty five yeah. hours of a game. I think fifteen is twenty. You know, if you do everything, all the puzzles, and that's when the mileage would vary basically how long you take to do the puzzles i i just machine gun like author was saying wolfenstein is almost doom-esque in terms of gameplay right yep. it's very fast paced a lot of bullets and i maybe they can capture that with like environmental stuff like i imagine indiana jones like whipping down a cart shooting somebody pulling something from the ceiling to, to kill somebody so maybe it's not gun heavy but the environments are built around where you can like tackle stuff and just kind of destroy stuff like push a cart you know pick up stuff um and that could be fun i just i'm really i'm really excited to see what type of gameplay they bring to it um even like running away from like a building that's collapsing like what does that look like you know is it more like a mirror's edge first person like leaping and bounding or grabbing on something or is, is that more third person running where the camera like just pans out a little bit and you have more control or if his body it's just um i have some questions and i'm excited to see how i pan out but uh it looks cool i'm glad that xbox got this like known ip and see what they can do with it so and this would be a really good opportunity too to kind of like start like building up their ips again because like uh this, i was talking talking to arthur about this from the previous uh episode as far as like i feel like when it comes to exclusive ips like xbox is kind of to me it kind of dwindles within that and then when i think of when i do think of the ips that they have it's like bad experiences you know like halo infinite where's the next gears of war like what's going on you know so like having having something like indiana jones i think would be really nice uh addition you know to kind of build up that brand because if i think of playstation like you know like you guys know i shit on playstation all day because of just the shit that's the bullshit that's been going on but if i think of ips they got some solid fucking ips you know what i mean as far as god of war the the the, the horizon you know series just like yep. they have they have a lot of really solid titles that that deliver you know yeah. and and it's you know that's really the the a huge the, the huge thing there so I think when it comes to uh, when it comes to Xbox, like they really got to build that up again. You know what I mean? Like it's nice to have a bunch of games I can play on Game Pass, but give me give me some signatures for the Xbox. Like give me some of these games that are going to be quality experiences. They're not going to be fucking dis not going to be some disappointing bullshit. And you know they're part of the Xbox brand, so um, that gets me really excited for this. Just that just that thought alone. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, and they're lining up the dominoes, and though we we got some stuff coming up, and you know, now is a scene if they deliver, and I think right. they could. Machine Machine Games always delivers for me, so I'm excited. So right on. That's my we'll... bias, just like you, Obsidian. <laughs> 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 right. Machine hey, Games is good. Machine Games Obs is great. 
obsidian obsidian's obsidian's consistent yeah um what one thing i will add as you know i you know think more in the game now you know you guys talk about it is with games like this i hope the puzzles are grand like i hope you don't solve a puzzle and like of fuck just a fucking door opens now they did show in the trailer a little bit it's like they're solving a puzzle and like fucking walls just you know fucking separate in front of you because i remember that the first time i played uncharted when i when i was um living some roommates that i played they had a place they had a playstation 3 that i remember solving like one of the big first like puzzles like this big red tower that's inside this temple and like turns out the whole fucking giant like six-story temple is the puzzle and like this you know it's like it was like this Arthur, you're muted. And, and you kind of froze a little bit too. And yeah, and you're, and you're frozen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, until frozen Arthur comes back. <laughs> right. Or until Arthur comes back. But yeah, I mean, I'm hoping like the areas you're going, the temples are more, almost like Zelda-esque. Where like the whole uh, dungeon uh, is a puzzle. And you're going through the traps. And you're trying to navigate type of rooms and dealing with enemies. Or, I mean, I mean, Indiana Jones surprised me. There is an element of like supernatural sometimes in this film absolutely is that enemy type going to come through when you go to these temples so right i on board with author i want the puzzles to be grand um not annoying and then the secrets that the uh you discover just to be so rewarding as well Um, i think that i think the devil really is in the details too to your point because like i think of when I'm thinking of like a narrative experience, like I think of Alan Wake Two, I was telling Arthur, like I saw Arthur, so like I started playing that. It's such a good game, but the the details really make it really fun. You know, being able to go and you're putting these pictures and evidence and tying it, and oh, the killer's doing this. Oh, this is why this is this. You know, so for Indiana Jones, like how how much detail is within that cave? Writing in my journal, okay, this is this. You know, and then finding different clues and and whatnot i think uh and that also supports too the reason why they would want to push it on the series s and x too the just that graphical performance of seeing those details as well i think is going to be uh is going to make is going to make it stand out and give me that immersive experience so yeah i think the more detailed those caves are um even it was kind of crazy too even with the trailer where it's like i'm jumping from one plane to another i'm like oh shit Right. And then he's just like going to town on the fucking like you know the the the, the machine gun. I'm like, oh my god, the idiot just go crazy. Fuck right. these motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> oh, more man. bullets, <laughs> right? More bullets. <laughs> yeah. So very, uh, yeah. And, and I like what Troy Baker is doing to the voice too. Uh, I know Arthur's slowly gonna add in here. Um, but I do like what he's contributing to with the vocal performance. He is giving like a younger indie vibe um, and seem like he's trying to shape his voice around the likeness. You know, it's sort of Baker's such a genius when it comes to just what he does, you know, as far as for voice acting, but uh, definitely, definitely excited. Hey, yeah, they yeah, definitely hire the right guy for the voice acting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. Like we said earlier, there's a reason why buying a new laptop. my bad no worries no worries but um i think one of the last things to talk about and it is separate from the developer direct but we were just talking about earlier today arthur was you know saying some info and i was kind of going back but hogwarts man hogwarts outselling call of duty modern warfare 3 last year holy shit like 
that like there's like it, it's crazy it's crazy too because like how that game didn't really like because of jk rowling's whatever she said it just kind of put a damper on like them being nominated for awards but like everyone and their mother knew like this game was fucking good this game is great like, like mad people are buying it and people continue to buy it throughout the year like i just find that to be such an impressive amazing thing especially to take down a call of duty where typically call of duty is like the bread and butter as far as like you know the sales and stuff for the year i think that's insane and i, I i'm really impressed i'm really happy for that studio you know obviously like if they make another one people are going to be fucking all in you know what i mean so i guess it's one of your let me pass it to uh arthur first and foremost because i know he you know that was one of the ones where he was super surprised you know um I mean, what were your th- what what are your thoughts around that, and what would you like to see as far as for like another uh, Hogwarts game? Well, one one thing to also congratulate Porky Games, and then they just sell Call of Duty, it outsold everything. Hogwarts Legacy was the top selling yeah. game of 2023. Yeah. And here's the thing: if you're, I want to say also that game came out, I felt like pretty early in the year. I don't yeah, know why, like, February February is in the back of my mind of that game came out. Um, now, like, duh, with more time to sell the game. But still, like, that's, you know, it, only one game can say they, they outsold everyone else, and it was fucking Hogwarts. So it's just crazy that the most, the most sold game of the year wasn't nominated for a single game award. It's, you know, so again, when we say it was snubbed, there's, there's merit behind that. There's, you know, there's, you know, there's stats behind that. It was a crazy game. Had no business being as fun as it was. Like I said, I I had no, I had no intention of buying that fucking game. Drill and I, you, Drill and I, you and I were there, like ten plus. You felt like to, to, yeah, actually like ten, like give or take ten years ago when it was like first announced, like oh, a hard Harry Potter RPG, you know, is going to exist in the universe. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And you know, so we see the trailer. I didn't give a shit up in this game up until a week, one week before it came out. Boom like gameplay trailers were dropping left to right. I'm like, Oh shit, we got a game. And what, again, what night city, what night city did for cyberpunk, what like sand, what like the, 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 the map of rockstar did for those games, the castle and the world for that game just keeps you immersed. You don't, if you're not like, Oh, you're not the biggest combat combat person. This is one of the few times I will advertise if you know, if you're not a big quote unquote gamer, the combat looks challenging, the combos, the button layout, to truly experience this game to be accessible, I feel like is a new word that really trended for a positive way in 2023. To make this game truly accessible, I think a lot of clearly Harry Potter fans and Hogwarts fans were playing the game, putting it on easy to kind of skip over the this combat and that combo section to just really experience the game cuz there's so much in the game you can do you can do pottery you can do um you you know you can you can be a gardener you can do all the animal husbandry and collect all these animals of the of the Hogwarts universe and a lot more um into what we saw in the movies that are maybe possibly referenced in the books so what that game did I can I'm absolutely happy to see it got um, the top selling game of the year because fans, you know, came out and bought that game too. Fuck, dude, I'm just so happy for Porky Games. Any thoughts, Church? Yeah, I mean, I Fuck think that it's... game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big. It's a game that I've not played yet. I mean, it's it's from Warner Brothers, right? Um, saying they own like Rocksteady, right? As yeah, well? Warner. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Pub, Warner Brothers publisher because yeah, Warner Brothers has the rights for Batman DC. 
and Hogwarts. Yeah, it's also why it's on HBO Max or all their stuff's on Max. But yeah, Warner Brothers publisher, uh, Porky Games um, developer. I mean, yeah, I think they just knocked it out of the park. I mean, it's it's what we wanted from like Rocksteady is like my first thoughts because I hear of Warner Brothers uh, IPs. You know, what can you do when you take a, a beloved franchise? And decide like, well, what let's make a game about being a student at Hogwarts. And they captured it. Like even from the mundane tasks of going to classes, just all the side activities were being your own botanical garden, you know, flying on a broom. It, it just captured it. And I'm I'm actually sad I didn't get to play it. I think my wife's friend's gonna let her borrow the game and maybe I could dump a few hours into it. Um, but it just reaching the sales, I'm doing some Googles. Like, I think they sold 22 million copies, you know, in 2023. Um, of course, as a Zelda fan, I was like, what did Zelda sell? So, like, there was 19.5. So, we were not too far behind. Doesn't matter if you're about an inch or a mile. Wouldn't yeah. Thank <laughs> you. That's without a fact. I mean, it's just interesting because it's like... This game seemed to be blackballed by some of the gaming news uh, outlets. I know the, I won't name them, but there's a few of them that decided not to even review the game because of the controversy surrounding. Um, I think this is just more confirmation that the Harry Potter and the messaging of the game is stronger than like the writer itself. Like this IP has legs; it's going to run. the The television show that's coming out, or they're remaking the books. It's going to be madly successful. So it's just, it's going to be great. And then I can't wait for them to make a sequel, you know, bring it up like, oh, any other spinoff. Like, what can they do next? Do they take some other, uh, give them Batman at this point, you know, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, what uh, else can y'all motherfuckers do? <laughs> do like, take it, run with it. <laughs> real, real talk. Do it. I'm not even, I'm not even joking from what we've seen from Suicide Squad. To what I've played in Hogwarts, the combo system in this Hogwarts game is more true to a Rocksteady game than this new actual fucking Rocksteady game. Like the combo, the, the combo meter goes up. You can get your crit. You can do your special. You can do all these moves. That fuck. I, I don't know. The second you said Rocksteady, I just immediately thought of like, holy shit, fucking Hogwarts Legacy has a better combo system than Suicide Squad. Now, mind you, Suicide Squad hasn't come out, but when it's rocksteady really who gives a shit because your purple legendary your purple rare gun has a better combo than your green loot gun yeah i mean because that's what rocksteady is talking about that's for. what i'm saying man i'm like who is who is pointing a gun at all of my favorite devs to make bullshit games but anyway well, I mean, well you know me guys I'm, I'm gonna buy a suicide squad just to make y'all mad <laughs> I mean, you can report to us. Hey, did you like it? You know, like I mean, but I'm I'm, I'm not mad at that. I, I have like... to. It was on my card last year. I had faith. <laughs> I have dude, to. I that's what I did. I, yeah, I was, I was like, that game ain't coming out. Yeah, dude. Church, yeah. do you know why I know Suicide Squad's gonna do bad? I mean, dude, like you don't need to tell me. I followed all the preview reviews, dude. Like, even IGN was like, "It's like I don't like this game." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, that, guy. <laughs> that was one of the most like craziest, like jaw-dropping reviews. When IGN says your game is bad, it's like, holy shit. Destin Legary company... published that article. Shout out to Destin for being a real dude. Real, real. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 went through the article and there was like some straight up real advice of like, holy crap. You know, I know we shouldn't IGN, but like, mind you, that's a company that's giving Call of Duty's like eights out of ten, nines out of ten. It's like, okay, hold the fuck up, dude. But but again, my where I was going with that, how you know, like how you know the core model 
the core <laughs> gameplay behind Swiss Squad that's gonna go, that's gonna do bad. It's because Gotham Knights Goth, Gotham Knights exists. Gotham Knights Gotham Knights is a cooperative fucking looting shooting fucking gear based DC game. That game came out on Game Pass and people still aren't fucking playing it. I so, played it. It was pretty fun. It was pretty it was fun. Pretty fun. I played with my I played with my twelve year old brother. We we did it from like the afternoon to like one or two in the morning running it. It is not the game experience we want it to be, but in terms like if you were gonna make Arkham Knight into an online multiplayer game, this is how you would do it. It's it it feels like we have the stealth sessions, we're attacking Mr. Freeze together. Like, yeah, this this is exact it's the same gameplay besides the dodging mechanic, because you can't do it because it's cooperative. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's a great game, right? But like I see what they were going for, and like honestly, I would not know how else to make an Arkham Knight game like cooperative. Like, you know, this Ark- this is how you would do it. Like I you can't Arkham's be had multiplayer before. Do you guys not remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but not like the entire story where you're going through the city, they did they didn't have that. It was like yeah. the combat sections, right? In yeah. one room. Yeah. That was still fun though. Yeah, it was fun, um, but but it's it's not, and that's the question, right? They they're going in a direction that like the fans didn't want. Like, did we want a looter shooter type game from Suicide? All it Squad? is live live service looter shooter gear based bullshit. Yeah, man. I mean, the bigger question: What did they improve? Right? I mean, I guess maybe you guys ha- you know talked about this last week's episode, right? Suicide Squad came out. Some if I'm retreading water, just stop me. But like. My question is like, what did they take the year to improve, right? Why did it get delayed? What did they change about it? They're ignoring the battle pass that they're going to have in the game. The shop, it's going to be interesting. It's like what Jarrell said. The more we hear about this game, the worse it gets. (laughs) That's my worry, bro, is that the game probably could have came out last year because I don't know what the fuck they fixed, if they fixed anything at all. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, this is why I'm a fan of you, Jersey, because you can give that different perspective that me and Arthur are just like, bah! you know. So please play that game. Let us know, because man, I'm just after seeing uh, the recent the recent stuff on it, I'm just like, I don't know about this game, well, bro. I I wasn't gonna play it, but me and the homie, we were planning planning to buy the game. And then we heard the reviews. He's like, yo, Josh, like the reviews are coming out, previews, and it doesn't look good. I was like, yeah, I guess we don't know how to get the game. He's like, no, I'm still going to get the game. Then the other homie's like, yeah, I'm going to get the game too. It's like, okay, I'm going to get the game. We got a squad of three. Well, like, now I'm about to play the game with friends. So, like, it could be better. So we can don't run make it. it an anthem situation, bro. Right. Don't do it. Bro, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I mean, do we think the game is going to be buggy or janky? I don't think so. Well, that's what, well, to a point for me, that's almost what makes it worse. So I know Redfall, I know Redfall people are crying night and day about the frame, about the, the, the frame rate. And arguably that was the thing you and I noticed the least. And yeah. it was all just the core fucking foundation of the game. That was just horrible. So when you're complaining about the bugs, the least, and just how the game works, the worst, that's what makes me nervous. And I'm, I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably stepping on my bounce here. I absolutely acknowledge that, but you know, that friend's a bad influence telling you what games to buy. It's like, <laughs> Whoa, I'm just sorry. I'll throw you over here. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, dude, this is, if you're telling me, yo, it's like, Hey man, yo, chill, Arthur, chill. Like, <laughs> Check you in a sucker, Josh. How dare you? Like, I get it. Like, I absolutely get uh, that. Even a bad game amongst friends, can be fun. That was until I played Redfall. 
Like you and I were in that shit. Like yeah. there was times we played off stream. You and I put hours in the Redfall. I was like, this game is just not getting fun. Yeah, we get it and on sale. That's that's my that's my recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and no, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like at least the asterisk that that was on like Game Pass money was not invested. So that's how I'm just like again like your game you know like your GameStop financial advisor just out like Joel said just like wait for a sale. You don't have to buy it on launch. No, no, it de- definitely not. I mean. My brother's not going to buy it either, but like, you know, just some of my inner circle, like they still want to do it. I'm like, all right, man, we, we take this plunge. You know, we, we see if it if it's going to be good or bad. I, I think it's I don't think it's going to be buggy. Right. I, no. I think it's 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 going to have the rock steady, but yeah. rock steady polish. But is, is it going to be fun? Is it going to play? I just my concern is like, I feel like I'm going to get tired of the city. Like if I have access to the city and the entire game. I don't, am I getting tired of it? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like, how many hours can I play in the same arena? And then they're supposed to support a year of content. Are we still in Metropolis at that point? Like, oh, true. You know, I, I don't, I don't know, man. So, because the story looked, to me, the story looked really interesting. Like, the, the cinematics that they showed, the cutscenes like, look sick. I was like, that was pretty dope. You know what I mean? Like, I was invested. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I don't know how much of the gameplay is going to ruin that experience. <laughs> uh, what? Were you got any of you guys Destiny players or no? I, I played Destiny little. one. I played yeah. Destiny one, and then I found out once you beat Destiny one, the only way to keep playing Destiny and to unlock other things is you have to do the same three fucking maps fifty goddamn times to do one more map to do that map fifty goddamn times to unlock a third map. I was fucking done. That was yeah. an actual literal game fucking loop that I was over quick. So even though they announced this and he was free, I'm like, I don't give two shits. I was there when I found out your reward for playing the three, the same three instances, like fifth, like, like dozens of times was just to play one more thing to play that dozens of times. I got that. I got out of the loop quick destiny. The game itself, for what it was, as like a looter shooter, was so crisp. I will say it was the prettiest game I had. Well, that Xbox One, Destiny was by far the prettiest game I owned. But again, the buggy, no. But its core mechanics, I got over, and that even like that burned me too much to even try Destiny Two, which was a free game at launch. Yeah, the loop is not as satisfying once you got into it. The gameplay is fun in Destiny, but I agree with you. Destiny biggest waste of my time. I sunk hundreds. I think I've told you this before. I hundreds of hours in Destiny 2, bro. I've done yeah. Those uh, four it, maps were sick. <laughs> bro, it, it was crazy, man. Um but in terms of DLC, like see the last one? Sorry. Did you play the most recent DLC that came No, out? I stopped after Shadowkeeper. So right before they did the Witch Queens, you know, Mm-hmm. expansion and then beyond light right so i'm like two expansions behind but i i've done everything up to it um i just put into it and it was fun um but the uh, narratively Joel, you like me too you like the story they they will have a great story and you every expansion it never concludes like oh there's so God. many cliffhangers that they never address into the next expansion the next expansion just picks up something else so it just it never felt rewarding like I was moving forward into the ward, right? Mm-hmm. The loot, the gameplay was fun, but like, bro, like, what happened to this planet that had like the bomb? We just forgot about it like two years. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> now it's yeah. coming out in two expansions from now. And until then, you get two whole new story expansions after those two yeah. expansions. <laughs> then you might yeah. maybe, ooh, possibly Cliffhanger uh, get to get closer to the second expansion. Uh, but only oh if God. you buy the Battle Pass this season. So Suicide Squad might have that loot cycle that I like. It is addicting. I mean, Destiny's systems are addicting. And if they're mimicking that, it could be fun. Um, but we haven't seen it being been successful at all. Like Avengers, yeah, fun gameplay, but terrible loot system, right? It's just oh my god. So uh, I'll see how it is. I'll, I'll report back. You know, I'll tell you, yo guys, this is the game of twenty twenty four. Or maybe it comes out day one and then it's on Game Pass. <laughs> I, I will, yeah, yeah, I will yeah. to a point redact my previous statement about. I'm just saying at face value, man. Church like church braves the mud, the muck, so we don't have to. Like this man's like. Guys, I'm like I'm I'm like 100 plus hours in the Halo Infinite. Let me give you a feedback. Like, dude, 100? I stopped at six. You right there with me, man. You over here, Diablo 4 too, bro. You took some chances. <laughs> I I pl- I me, played. Man. We're in the trenches together. <laughs> for Diablo 4, I was in the trenches. I was in the trenches a lot significantly less from Halo Infinite. But I will say this: going back to Hogwarts. Um, again, you know, you know, I will highly advertise to truly play that game. I yeah, mean, that that I will say this in terms of interactive maps, that castle is bar none the most immersive interactive piece of map landscape setting I have ever played in a game. Period. Secondly, the story is more grittier than you think because I'm like, oh, it's Hogwarts, it's meant for kids. Spoiler: in the opening cutscene, people fucking die. <laughs> like like it is not meant for five-year-olds they, it's you know it's like yeah pre-teams but they realize like the generation like us that grew up with harry potter we're adults you know what i mean like you know like daniel Radcliffe has kids like we've grown up so it's like yeah. again when you're like oh there's you a carriage boom and then people just fucking <laughs> like blow up you're like oh shit um so um yeah definitely like i said try that and again you know you no know, it's, shot, it... a, a shout out suicide squad you know you want to do something you know, <laughs> combo system is surprisingly good church no i mean i'm excited i just once i heard hogwood Legs, legacy was like a hundred hour game i'm a completionist man i'm gonna do all things that you listen i'm gonna do it all i was like ah, that'll find fantasy right so i'm trying to pick my video game epics wisely you know through 2024 like i'm more of jarell give me like the eight to 15 hour experience you know let me live my life but i'm gonna be locked in for a few games like that can go the distance you know um but uh so maybe hogwarts i pick up later and you know when's on sale i mean i want to don't it's on my list man i, I um, respect that i haven't beat it yet yeah nice nice uh, it's fucking crazy man right on well then that's gonna conclude uh this episode here for the gamers to life podcast again each and every friday or saturday or sunday talking that gaming shit firstly and foremost one of welcome back church Yes, to so. the congregation. <laughs> Thank you. <Judges> in session. <laughs> Completing our group that is the three amigos. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. Well, uh, again, Game Show Podcast, and uh, I am your one of your co-hosts, Drill, with Church and Arthur. Hey. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Hey.